Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 75. My name is Chris Harper. Take Note, the radio program, is heard weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. In it, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In the podcast version, we bring you a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of 1 Kings 10, 1 through 9. Wisdom really stands out in the world. When we make wise decisions, we represent something different. The world often takes notice. This is particularly true of those who are curious. They wonder if there's any truth in the gospel, if this God they've heard about is real and at work in the lives of people. A curious person plays a key role in today's text. She comes to prove one of God's servants with hard questions, and she finds the stories about his wisdom are true, that his judgment and justice are remarkable. And that's our theme of the day, judgment and justice. We have a slightly longer-than-usual passage of the day, but there are a lot of important details, so we want to read the full text before taking a closer look. 1 Kings 10, 1-9 And when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions, and she came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bear spices and very much gold, and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king, which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom, and the house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came, and mine eyes had seen it, and behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Happy are thy men, happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and that hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighted in thee, and set thee on the throne of Israel, because the Lord loved Israel forever. Therefore made he thee king, to do judgment and justice." When this queen discovers the wisdom of Solomon, she is amazed. But she looks beyond Solomon himself, recognizing Solomon's God as the giver of wisdom, the one who blessed him and sat him on the throne in Israel. This account is somewhat well known, but worthy of close examination. Now, before we approach our primary text, we need to address the story behind Solomon's wisdom, the event that changed him and made him worthy of his reputation. 
It's found in the early part of the same book, 1 Kings 3, 5 through 12. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept him for his great kindness, that thou hast given a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment, behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any rise like unto thee. Solomon asked for an understanding heart, to discern between good and bad, so that he might be a competent judge for his people. And God granted him these requests and more. The Queen of Sheba discovers this is true, but she has her doubts at the beginning. 1 Kings 10.1 And when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. Solomon's reputation has grown, and he becomes known even in Arabia. This queen appears to have been from a place called Arabia Felix. It's southern Arabia, possibly modern-day Yemen. Enough details have come to her in Sheba that she feels this king is worth paying a visit, so she can test him to see if he really is the kind of wise leader that people say he is. The phrase concerning the name of the Lord that appears in this verse is quite interesting. It seems that Solomon's wisdom is always connected to Jehovah when it's spread abroad. He is the one true God to which the temple is dedicated and to which Solomon himself is dedicated. Her questions may have been riddles. The Arabians and many in the ancient world were known for testing people in this way. And so she arrives, 1 Kings 10.2. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. This queen arrived with all of her wealth on display. And when she came to Solomon, she told him everything that was on her mind. One commentator said she discussed with him all the doubts and difficulties wherewith her mind was perplexed. As you would expect, 
Solomon responded with the wisdom of God. 1 Kings 10.3 And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king, which he told her not. Whatever may have been hid from others, she may have asked, was revealed to Solomon. This was knowledge and understanding from God alone. Nothing was too deep for him. None of her riddles too complex. He understood. And she recognized this. 1 Kings 10, 4 and 5. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom, and the house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. This queen recognized not only Solomon's wisdom, but his industry and organization and leadership, and seeing it essentially took her breath away. That's what the final phrase of verse 5 means. She saw the palace that he had built, and the banquets that he held, and the way in which his people served him, and what they all wore, and the way in which he offered sacrifice to the Lord. And when she did, she recognized how different it was, and she responded. 1 Kings 10, 6 and 7. And she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in mine own land, of thy acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words, until I came, and mine eyes had seen it. And behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. We mentioned at the beginning, this queen was skeptical. She heard stories about Solomon's wisdom and Solomon's God but she needed to see for herself. That which had been given to Solomon by God exceeded her expectations. This is often the case with God's blessings, and always the case when God's attributes are reflected by his saints. The world takes notice. Their preconceived ideas are challenged. And this queen noticed a few things in particular. 1 Kings 10.8 Happy are thy men, happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and that hear thy wisdom. Those who serve the king were happy. They were not simply serving out of duty to their country. Their service was genuine and with joy, and therefore they served continually, observing and learning. This was a testament to Solomon's leadership and the character of his God. 1 Kings 10.9 Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighted in thee to set thee on the throne of Israel, because the Lord loved Israel forever. Therefore made he thee king to do judgment and justice. The character of Solomon reflected well on God. It was clear his blessings were from a certain kind of God. They were so unusual it was obvious. This God obviously loved Solomon, and he loved the nation of Israel, and so he placed this wise king on the throne, and he gave him the knowledge and understanding to reign and to do judgment and justice. God promised to give all of his children wisdom. Did you know that? He promised to give it in abundance. 
We read this in the New Testament book of James. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So this same God provides wisdom for us today. And he responds in the same way that he responded to Solomon. When we humbly come to him, he provides wisdom in heaping portions, and he never reprimands his children for asking. So ask. You've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.